Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Beatty Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.badycontest.org, B-A-D-I-E, contest.org, and keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday night. That means it's time for Magic Mac. Uh, it's the third Wednesday of the month, so we're getting set to bring you guys another episode. And uh, I'd like to welcome all of you out there on ACB Community Radio and here in the Zoom room tonight. Uh, we got a we got a lively little audience here, and uh, to help to help us uh, in bringing you the magic that is the Mac, I've got with me uh, my two trusty uh, trusty sidekicks with me. That's Jason Castingway. Hey, hey. Hey, and Katie Frederick. Good evening, everyone. All right. And manning our engineering board and taking care of the hands and kind of our floating fourth chair, uh, the ever-lovely Miss Debbie Hazelton. Oh, thank you. Hello. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. And hopefully you don't have to go out there and just smack people's hands down tonight. <laughs> All right. So, um so we kind of have a special we kind of we, we have a special topic tonight and uh, we have our first guest and I think he's running a little late though because he is so busy involved with uh, you you're used to hearing him on Friday afternoons uh, with Matt Valbrecht and the tech juggernaut team when they come and do their Apple presentations but uh, uh, I haven't heard him come in yet um, but Cliff if you're in there I heard him here. Yeah, I am here. Can you hear me? You are here. We can. <laughs> I actually came in right when you said, Welcome to Magic Mac and Wednesday night and all that good stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. All right. So, so, uh, so, uh, we're proud to have you as our first, uh, guest on the show in all of our, in our, our many, many months of doing this. And, uh, so Cliff and I have gotten to know each other. Um, through, through the Apple presentations. Uh, and I'm going to let him talk about, uh, what he does for, for TTJ or the tech juggernaut. And if you can share with all of us uh, about his Mac journey, how he came to be a Mac user, why he loves the Mac uh, over that other system and kind of his, kind of his journey and where he's at right now. So uh, everybody you know, welcome Cliff Miller. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of funny how I came to, um the mac world um i was involved in a windows mobile list and people were talking about this device called the iphone that said it was had one button and they could do everything like type and swipe and read email and text and i was like yeah right (laughs) i had a friend of mine in georgia can you guys still hear me you're still oh, okay. Okay. Cause it got kind of quiet. Okay. But I had a friend in Georgia that told me, he's like, this is the, the end all be all phone. You got to get this phone. He, he tried to get me to get it for at least like six months. And then when I heard about it on the windows mobile list, I was like, you know what? This is something I just got to try. Cause I, I don't believe this. And that was back in 2000, March of 2011. I picked up my iPhone then and I haven't put it down yet. So then 
I think that's when I got my first one too. Was, was <laughs> yep the uh, the iPhone four I think it was because Siri wasn't there until October so. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so then I started you know delving more into the Mac world and you know I people were talking about the iPhone and then I you know I had already heard about the Mac but I didn't know what it was all about so i started doing a little research digging back then it was you know listservs google wasn't as popular as it is nowadays so you didn't have that tool to search so i said you know what i had like three pc laptops and one desktop in my house i sold them all and saved up a few um a couple of paychecks to get my very first imac was a 27 inch maxed out at the time at 16 gigabytes of ram and a 3.4 i7 um dual core processor i think it was it was my actually my father's day <laughs> present that year <laughs> so nice. i walked into the apple store in uh, ridgedale minnesota with a two thousand bucks at the time and walked out with a 27 inch imac i think it was heavy too <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, is that back in the day before they were like closer to, like they, they had like the big like the huge vacuum tube backs it looked like you know yeah like a, yeah and it, like it had the swinging box. foot and it, and it had the the, the the disc drive built into it and everything so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was heavy so but yeah i i parked myself in front of that thing for the whole summer and you know went through the voiceover tutorial and that was before um, I got it right at the end of Snow Leopard, right when I got it. Mom um, Lion came out like a month later, and I got the free upgrade. At the time, they were charging twenty bucks. Now we get it for free. At the time, they were charging twenty bucks, but I got the free upgrade because I had bought it within the last, you know, six months or whatever it was. So, but anyways, that's where my Mac world started, and then I, you know, just started learning stuff on my own. I, I'm self-taught. I didn't have no tutorials. Um, I had a few listservs, a few friends that knew a few things, but. You know, voiceover in the Mac wasn't that popular back then. But as my years went on, I got to know more. I got to know a few more people in the Mac world and got to know people. And, you know, we just bounced this stuff off each other. What I didn't know, they told me. And what they didn't know, I told them. So come fast forward to 2000. 13, 14, I started my own list. Um, back then it was called Peel the Apple. Now I have one that uh, called um, only Apple talking support. And I call it only Apple talking support because I had it on the Pilly Apple list. I had a bunch of North, North, nothing against them, but I had a bunch of windows users always trying to sneak a question in there every now and again and stray <laughs> off topic on the weekends. Cause it was Saturday and you know, let's try to do this. Cause he's not watching little do they know I watch email wherever I go. <laughs> so, sounds like some of those Facebook, Facebook, uh, yep. App, yep. Apple groups, like, you know, iOS apps for the blind. So I got this windows surface tablet. No, we're talking. IOS. Exactly. 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 <laughs> so um, I, I created a group called Only Talking Support and me and Matt actually, Matt Baldridge actually met on the Apple, Peel the Apple group. And it's kind of funny how we met because I offered or I touted that that group was free for free support. Ask any question. If we don't have the answer, we'll find you the answer or point you to somebody who can give it to you. And he answered a question and at the very bottom of his email, he put that he offered paid services. So I wasn't rude about it or anything, or but I emailed them off list. I said, this is a free um, listener where we offer support, you know, for free. And if they need paid services somewhere else, then, you know, they can go get it from somewhere else. But I don't want, I don't, I appreciate if you wouldn't, you know, advertise your business on the app or on the listserv anymore, because I don't want people to think that they're, because you're advertising, that you have to pay for something. So he stayed on the list. He understood. He apologized and all that. Then he put up a post one day about talking about the Apple TV for this is when it first came into play, you know, when you could, uh, 
well, the Apple TV has always been accessible, but this was that fourth generation where it became where it had its own app store and things of yeah. that nature. And, you know, he's really in, he delves deep into that stuff. I mean, I do too, but at that time I wasn't into the Apple TV because I mean, I had one, but I didn't use it as much as I do now. I mean, now it's my number one set top box in the house. So, but back then he was offering, uh, back then it was a conference call. We've come a long way from that one, but it was a conference call where you actually had to dial in <laughs> and he put up the information for that and said, you know, if you want to know more about the Apple TV, come on in, yada, yada, yada. So I sent him an email, said I wanted to be in. And if he was here, he'd laugh because he said when he seen my name come across, he's like, oh, goodness, he already told me about something <laughs> on his list. And now he wants to come to my conference call. What is he going to say to me? What is he going to do? <laughs> so to make a long story short, even though it's been a little long, we've been friends ever since. Um, He um, we bounced, we bounced ideas off each other. One day he couldn't make it though. He was going to be late, I should say. So he asked me to open up the meeting and, you know, I hosted it and we talked you know, afterwards and figured out that we had a lot of the same common interests with the iPad and the Apple TV and just Apple in general. So, you know, he bought that, um, the, whatever generation it was, I think it was the sixth generation iPad. That was the, we call it the low budget model, the 329 one that comes fully loaded, just doesn't have the pro specs and all that. And he came up with the idea for having a course called replacing your traditional computer with an iPad because, you know, for the average consumer, you can do everything from your iPad. So, and we, he launched, or he already had the TTJ service, but once we started doing those classes, our first class was only 30 students. After that, it went from 50. Now today, including Tyson, we're up to almost 150. The Mac class only has like 65 with the month with the Mac that I'm teaching only has 65 people in it. But the course that we had with voiceover in and out and our mini courses coming up with the Apple TV, Apple watch and some security uh, protocols that we want to make sure people know about those classes all have over a hundred. So we've come a long, long, long way. And I mean, we, we, we do the voiceover in and out course in the beginning. We do the Apple TV in the fall. We, we, we actually call follow the same school year as the kids. Cause we both have kids and we like to, you know, spend the summers and weekends with them. So we kind of follow the same school year that they do from September to May. But I mean, I love my Mac. I love, I love all my Apple devices, but I love my Mac specifically because it's so much easier to do certain things like, you know, file management, you can copy, paste, drag, drop, you know, move this, that, and the other. I mean, it's so much easier. And I, and I'm one of those, I think, um, one of you guys said um, a couple weeks ago that you love the trackpad. Well, I love my keyboard. I'm, I'm one of those that don't want to take my hands away from the keyboard. I have a Mac mini with the external Apple keyboard connected to it, magic keyboard connected to it. I've had the magic, the, the MacBook pro with, with the trackpad and I always turned it off. So when they came out with the M one Mac mini, I was like, yeah, that's what I got to get. So that's what I have now. And you know, I'm teaching the Mac month with the Mac class. Tyson helps me out with our, with what I call, um, Mac Cafe. We do that every first and third Monday at 1030 Central. Um, if you'd like to be involved in that, that's email is stirred up at iCloud.com and I will send you the info or you can iMessage and you'll get me a whole lot quicker because <laughs> I don't check my emails as much as I check my text messages. But I mean, I, I just love the Mac. I mean, it's to me, it grows more each day because the accessibility is unheard of. I don't have to pay another $1,200 for a screen reader. I don't have to ask for sighted help. I can do a clean install or um, split my drive into, into a partition and run two different operating systems at two different different times but i can still do it and access them 
100% without any help. So that that's, I mean, I could talk about the Mac all day. So <laughs> I think I might <laughs> well, I take up the whole show, but <laughs> you're at the right place to do it. So I mentioned this uh, in, in the pre-show and, and it perked Katie's interest. So you are going through the process of becoming an Apple certified trainer, if I'm correct. Um, Apple cert, what do they call it? It's AS, it's ACSP. So I think it's Apple certified support professional, they call it. Okay. So, for, for people that don't know what that is and what the process is, and including myself, because I'm just as curious as, as Katie is, I'm sure, yeah. um, kind of tell us what that's about and how you do it. Well, it's really, bottom line, is basically a book you buy from peachpit.com. You go through it. There's some exercises in there. They send you to a couple of websites to download a couple of files to practice certain like terminal commands and maybe some internal things. And you basically take a test. And once you take the test, it's your uh, Apple certified, uh, Apple certified support professional. And I mean, the, the book is like 70 bucks. I think the test is a hundred, but once you do it, you're, you know, you're in, but the, I ain't gonna say it's a drawback because the system changes all the time is if you want to stay certified, then you got to take the test every year when, you know, coming from Catalina, you got to take the one for mm-hmm. big Sur and whatever comes out next year, mm-hmm. you got to take the test for that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't change a whole lot. I mean, I'm not saying you can't, you can skip the book and take the test. Maybe some people are that good. I'm not, <laughs> but that's basically what you do. And once you do that, then you can, you know, ha- they give you a, a signature badge for your, if you have a website or for your email and you can basically advertise support to teach people how to get around and use their Mac. If they have some trouble, they can call you. And I mean, who knows, maybe we'll get your foot in the door to work at Apple. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's really cool. I didn't even know that program existed, and I think um, that could be really beneficial for a lot of folks in our in our community. Um, right, and also couples because I'm already an app, a certified Apple teacher on iOS because I took all those courses over there mm-hmm. with the with the iPad and the iPhone and the stuff that the programs they offer with the Apple teacher. So having that and the Apple the ACSP under your belt, I mean, would definitely give somebody some confidence to call you and ask you a question and know what you you know know that you know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the, the the TTJ and the month with the Mac course. So, kind of talk to everybody, and and I can imagine that this is like you talked about the that Matt does his yearly, uh, you know, um, all computing through the iPad course. And I know there's a different name for it. Um, yeah, it's, I think we started out all. Um, Every uh, I don't even know what it was it used to be called, yeah. but now it's called compute everything computing for your iPad or something like that. It's all computing yeah. with your iPad or something like that. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the team, but look, when, <laughs> when, when, when the agenda comes up, I look at it. <laughs> you just know what you just, you just know where to go with. Well, I, I'm intrigued I, I by that up. one because yeah, I have that iPad too, that lower model iPad, and it's it's fine. You know, I mean, I don't need a pro. You know, oh, well, maybe, so. maybe maybe you want to take that course and just get maybe, a few. Maybe, but I, I love, you know, all the Mac stuff, too. So, so many, yeah, so right? many good options. It's so funny that you mentioned that because we talked yesterday. We were talking, uh, the TTJ team was anyway. Um, we were talking about how we use our devices because, I mean, I have the, the Mac Mini with the M1. And I have the iPad Pro 2020. And I also have the iPhone 12 Pro Max. And they were, somebody asked me, like, what do you, I mean, how do you decide for what devices you use? I said, well, my Mac is for my office. My iPad is for my couch. And my phone is for the car. So. <laughs> so but i mean when i'm in my office i mean the mac is just i mean i i love uh computing all computer for the ipad or whatever it's called trust me when i tell you i nope, somebody's unmuted um 
But I, I love that course. I do. Because you can do everything from your iPad, especially with the ability to connect USB drives and do file management within files app and, you know, write documents and stuff within pages or notes, whatever the case may be. But when I'm on my Mac, I just fly. I'm not saying that you can't do it on the iPad, but the Mac just makes it so yeah, I mean, you, y'all know y'all all use Mac, so I don't need to tell you, but it's just, it's just so, it's so much easier to do stuff on the Mac and you don't have to, I'm not going to say that the iPad makes you jump through hoops, but you have to do a couple of extra mm-hmm. steps to do certain things. Yes. And I think it comes from us, from, from those of us who've worked with, you know, either desktops or laptops for so long, it's kind of mm-hmm. a comfortable environment where we have, a, you know, a physical keyboard under our hands and, and that. So I just, love my keyboard shortcuts. Right. Oh yeah, uh, key, yes. keyboard commanders is my friend. I'm yes. telling you, oh and I even God. figured out. I even figured out. Yeah, this this might be something that Katie and I forgot the other guy's name might have known Jason. for a long time. Jay, you you probably knew for a long time, but I didn't know that you could use shift that you could use capital letters and symbols. Uh with the keyboard commander. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Hadn't so really thought instead of, that of so yeah, instead of option R, you can use option shift R, and it'll be a, a, an additional commander. So well, what I did is I moved. Go. I moved everything. New. <laughs> I moved everything that I had on the right side of the keyboard so I wouldn't have mm-hmm. to cross my hands. I moved yep. to a shift key on the left side. Oh. That is awesome. Very cool. That is very nice. Yep. So what I was... You, what I was, but, you, uh, but you asked me about the month with the Mac class. I mean, well, you're in the class. So, Why don't you tell them about it? I, oh, no, no, no. You, that, this, is, this is your gig, my friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, the second part of that question is, uh, based upon the way that, that we talked about that Matt does the iPad class, are you planning on this becoming like an annual type of a class the month with the mac yes i definitely because i have the m1 mac and i had kind of strayed away from the mac a little bit when i lived in florida for four years from 2014 to 2018 um i was running a business down there i, uh, I ran a, me and my wife ran a small cafe for a couple of years and i was kind of doing everything on my ipad and you know the, the mac kind of took a back seat. I still use it for, you know, a couple of times a week when I would, you know, it was time to do payroll or, you know, do something really writing extensive that I didn't, you know, feel like doing at the office where I left my iPad at. But when I got back to Minnesota where I live now, it, it, you know, came back into play because, you know, job hunting and all that stuff, as you know, is a little bit easier with Safari on the Mac. So, um, but yes, we are. We started out, like I said, we started out in May of 2018, I think it was, um, with the um, iPad for everything course. And then he came up with the idea. So let's do some mini courses. So we did Apple TV. We did Apple Watch. We did um, some security things. So, you know, teaching them about keychain and the continuity, making sure you're signed to the same iCloud across devices so everything will sync up and match up. And then when I uh, started telling him that I was getting back into the Mac, I said, you know what? Maybe we can offer people who don't want to completely replace their iPad or maybe they like just having a computer under their hands and let's do, you know, let's do a Mac. He called, he came up with a nickname, Month with a Mac. I said, this is, I said, let's just teach him the Mac. <laughs> he came up with a little Month with a Mac thing. So, but we were just talking about that the other day that based on everything that you can learn on the Mac, I mean, eight classes is not even going to scratch the surface because you know we do twice a week for a month that's not even going to scratch the surface so i'm thinking that we're probably going to have to do a much longer course next year because i mean that that's not even that's not even you know opening the container per se on on what you can do with the mac there's only so much you can teach in eight in eight sessions for two hours each right all right cool so um some of the some of the uh things like like give an idea of the outline so so for those of us uh those who are listening out uh, either in the room or out on ACB community get an idea like that. This is not the crazy intimidating machine that people think it is. No, it's not. I mean, 
it might seem it because especially people, well, we've all, let's just be honest. Most of us came from the PC world. We didn't wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm just going to go get a Mac and not even do Windows. So <laughs> we all have touched the PC at one time or another. And coming from that world, it can be a bit intimidating because, you know, you know, the voiceover modifier keys and, you know, now you can use the caps lock key and I'm a quick napper. I don't know about Katie and, and Jason, but I am, a, I am, I am King quick. I am King quick nav. The yes. only time I turn quick nav off is when I got to write an edit for you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Same. I, I, I'm glad right. I found somebody else that likes to do that because it's yes. uh, look. <laughs> I was joking today with my class today. I think he was in there, uh, Tyson. I said, "Look, I gotta have one hand free so I can pick up my Pepsi and drink it." So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I heard, so, like I heard you slurp on that thing today too. <laughs> yep. So, but no, you with with uh with the Mac, you have to know that is doable. But the one thing, the best advice that I was given, and I'm pretty sure maybe you guys heard it, maybe you didn't, but the best advice that you can give somebody that's coming from the PC world or that has never even touched a piece of technology is just come in like you don't know nothing. Yep. This is a brand new world for you. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't put JAWS commands with voiceover commands or yep. PC commands with Mac commands. See? I mean, there's some similar things like command A to copy y'all over on the PC is command or control A and command C is to copy, command C copy on the Mac. But I mean, what as a whole? No, it's a whole brand new system, and to me, the Mac can just do so much more, so much faster. Yeah, when I first learned my Mac, um, the I I kind of got some some help with the, from a friend, but he knew basic stuff too, and then I just kind of jumped on from there. And um, you know, he said, you know, okay, you know, don't think of this is just this is the Mac, this is the Mac, this is voiceover. You know, don't trans. You know, you. JAWS does not apply here. <laughs> you know, Windows does not apply here. Um, and so, and that really helped me actually. Um, um, but now sometimes when I'm on my Windows machine for work, I'll try to do a Mac command. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I do, I am cross-platform in that regard, but um, I, you know, I use the Mac for my personal needs. And um, that was, that was the advice that I was given. And it, it worked well. I mean, you know, one of the things that I struggled with at first was the whole, you know, interacting. And, right. Me too. You know? mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, now it's second nature. Exactly. I was so. telling my, I was trying to explain to my, you know, students today because I was doing some one on one. There was like a group of four of them, and I was trying to explain it to them. I was like, you got to find what's comfortable for you. I mean, because I know VO shift down arrow can be a bit intimidating, but I mean, if you, you know, feel more comfortable just doing the down arrow and right arrow to interact and the left arrow and down arrow to stop interacting, then, you know, that's what you're comfortable with. But you got to find your medium. And mm-hmm. to piggyback off what you said about, you know, work, that's the one thing that frustrates me about the Mac is more businesses have not implemented it into their, you know, what they use. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. Microsoft has that pretty much sewed up and Mac has or Apple has, you know, the education part side do, but, you know, it just frustrates me when I go to a, a job site and they say, well, yo, do you know office? I mean, I do, but I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that that's that's the one part about the, app, the, the Mac that frustrates me. I mean, it ain't Apple's fault, but, you know, just got to get more employers to jump on board with that. It's funny because when you actually go to a business and you do see Mac environment, you're like, yeah, whoa, oh, my God. Right. (laughs) It's very cool. You guys are ahead of the curve. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Light years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Jason, weren't you self-taught on on the Mac at first before Windows? I mean, isn't that where you were first most? Yeah, actually, back in the later 80s, um, I was introduced to computers. I was like five and six and uh, they brought in an Apple IIe. And 
I just thought it was the coolest thing, and it, and it had text talker and speech, and it, it wasn't anything like the Mac you see today, but it had that quality that yeah. stayed in my mind because it was later on when I was maybe 12 that I um, I needed to branch out. The, the computer wasn't really mine. I had to give it back to state services, and I had to get my own computer, and a lot of friends were convincing me, oh, get a get an IBM compatible, and so it was like, you know, DOS and all that kind of stuff, and I, I liked it, but it felt kind of nuts and bolts compared to the sort of magic uh, feel that Apple had, and it wasn't until maybe 2007, um, I finally made a decision. I had played with a couple of Macs and voiceover, and I thought, I just need I need to get one for myself, or I'll never know exactly how it works. So I got it, and I just felt like, wow, I stepped back into the magic world of Apple, where things just are a bit more intuitive and run smoothly, and I've just been happy ever since. <laughs> I learned on an Apple II in school as well, too. I ah. played, like, that's how I learned, you know, keyboarding. My classmates used computers, you know, Windows machines that, of course, you know, didn't really have anything on them. And so somebody, ha- you know, had an old Apple II around that I could use. And I remember the typing, the games that we played on it, you know, to learn keyboarding and typing were like on the three and a half, um, you know, the really big floppy disks that, you know, you couldn't touch the middle of them or you'd, oh, yeah. you'd lose all your data. And Don't all take it stuff. out when it's trying to yes. be accessed either. Right, it right. It makes a horrible noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was kind of my introduction to, you know, to Apple as well. And um, remember the keynotes that we had to use where it was a small micro cassette tape and you had to remember the coordinates of where you say your document at? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I'm curious, Katie, was the typing um, uh, game you had, I think it was just called Typing Game, and it would, it would the voice would raise until you got yes, the letter? Oh yes. my God, that thing was so much fun. It like, was. Oh gosh. Good times. Yep. Memories. <laughs> well, and the funny part of that is, is that you can run a simulator on your current Mac to what? emulate the Apple IIe and with your oh, text talker and everything, and it's the most bizarre, cool thing. Oh, oh no, Jason. I haven't tried it on the M1. Jason though. is a very bad influence on me for, you know, <laughs> things that I need. Yes. Oh, you've got to try it, and it's, and it's, it's free, so you can't Well, that's lose. good. <laughs> that is really cool. I know that there are some of those simulators, and I didn't know if they, if they were accessible or not, um, but that's, that's really cool. So, Jason, yeah. when did you start doing Windows? Wasn't it much later? Uh, well, Windows, I started back in in 90, uh, maybe 3 or 4, because it was Windows 3.1, and then it updated to 3.11. But later in the 90s, uh, you know, Windows 95, and then I, I was introduced to Linux. And so I've kind of been all over the place. So I didn't get back to Windows maybe until... I mean, I always knew about it in the back of my mind, but I didn't get back to it till. Um, later, maybe 2014, 2015. And I, I keep it in the back uh, pocket so that it, if I need to, I can help somebody. But mostly uh, my primary uh, is a Mac. Has to be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, Cliff, thank you so much for talking to us about this. And I want you to go ahead and keep on, keep on up here with us. But um, how about we... You guys ready to to get into the audience and walk around and get them involved in all this? Sure. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, if you got questions for Cliff or for the team, we're going to go ahead and just do it for the next half an hour till the end of the show or so, 20, 25 minutes. We're just going to do an open call. And uh, if before you do that, Tyson, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience? Because you just got your M1 on Monday, right? I did. So it's I'm still working off my pro right now because I haven't got everything ported over. But uh, it uh, and it, I, I'm I'm acting as though it's a clean install and and working with it uh, little by little in in all the different things I'm I'm currently doing. I don't have a lot of time to spend just sitting at it for like a couple hours to get get things the way I want them. But it's it's getting there. I'm hoping by this weekend I'll have it all back up yeah. and respond. And I, I recommend anybody setting up a new Mac, whether it's an M1 or Intel, to take your time because I I didn't get a chance to tell you, Tyson. I had to do a, a um a clean install this past weekend but it's a little bit of a nightmare because the one the, the clean install with the m1s are a little different it's actually a little better but at the same time there's a, a couple of hoops you got to jump through i had to i mean you hold down the power button and voiceover pops up and asks you what drive you want to pick and of course you pick recovery so what mm-hmm. i did is i picked that and i what i normally did in the back in in the past is i would wipe the drive go grab a new install and then and install it well you can't do that now because when you when you when you wipe it, it wants you to authenticate a user that it can't find. So it kept on looping me back, telling me to pick oh, a user, pick got, a user. Oh, you got the yeah, you got the loop error, the loop right. Loop so what I yeah. ended up having to do, and I had to go to terminal, type in forgot password. It brought me back and said wipe or erase Mac. And I'm like, oh, are you going to do the same thing? So I said, you know what, I ain't got nothing to lose. So I, I I clicked erase Mac. Then it brought me back and it said. Um, activate Mac. I'm like, yeah, here we go. It's going to ask me for, you know, a, a user again. But then I hit it and it said, um, activation successful. And then it started installing Big Sur. So I got lucky. I mean, I Googled a, little, a few things and whatever, but long story short, pay attention to what you're doing so you ain't got to do a clean install. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I'll, I'll real quickly before we get to test the, the, the before we get to, to our hands, just real quick, and I promise it because I don't want to take too long. But, um, yeah, there's there's one thing, and I'm sure Jason knows this is when you have to install the ACE driver for audio hijack and all that yeah. on the yes, back on yes, the M1. Yes. That is, yeah, that was I'm fun. The, that's the, that's a scary process. <laughs> is that the one where you got to go enable the extensions at the startup yes. or not yes. the startup, yep. but at the, yes. uh, the recovery yep. utility? Yes, and yeah, that's that where wasn't I, that bad. They gave pretty clear instructions. They I did, think. yeah, and and that's where I was very pleasantly surprised that voiceover came right up and started talking. I'm like, yes. oh, I don't have Ooh. to worry about this. Cool. I didn't get that. Oh. I had I had to wait for 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 a sighted assistant. Oh no! Yeah, it, it, huh. When I did it too, it just it it basically just asked you, you know, if you want to approve the permissions or whatever. But yeah, it came up for me too. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely have to get with Jason and Kay with that uh high, audio hijack because I'm definitely and I got I have the full uh, suite. Up. I'm 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 sensing a, a weekend call between the four of us. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Let's yeah. let's we got some hands up. I'm sorry, Katie. Just, what were you going to say? Sorry. No, I just, I'd love to um, pick Cliff's brain about terminal because I, I hear the words terminal and I say, terminal means turn the other way and run. So as much as I love the <laughs> Mac, I'm, I'm terrified of the terminal. So, All right. Well, uh, yeah, just yeah. Uh, make sure you email me or Jason can give you my email address and then we sure. can definitely set something up. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll get, cool. we'll get that. And, and we'll give a chance before we leave tonight to get you, to, for you to put out all that contact information for you and ttj.net and all that kind of stuff. All right, right, guys. So, uh, Debbie, if you could give them some instructions, please, on how to raise their hand and how to unmute, I would greatly appreciate that, and we would as well. I think most people are already knowing how to, yeah, how to unmute (laughs) with uh, Alt-A and on the PC and um, 
I don't know why I always get this one. Alt, I mean, Command Shift A for the Mac. Um, mute on the bottom left corner of your iPhone and star six on your regular phone and to raise your hand, Alt Y on the PC, Option Y on the Mac, on the iPhone under more and um, on the phone, star nine. Uh, okay, so I see the first one we have is is uh, Nolan. Hi, Nolan. Hey, uh, thank you guys for this presentation. And um, what is the, so I have a question regards to what is the difference between Mac OS and Windows OS with two different screen readers like VoiceOver App- and NV? Apple and Microsoft. Okay. I just thought I would ask. Thanks, it's Tyson. A, yeah, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's just uh, uh, Windows is, is Microsoft and, and Mac is, uh, the Mac OS is, is Apple. Okay, thanks. Hi, you're welcome. Thank you. Chris Chris Meta? Hi, Chris. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey. Hey, hey thank you. So, listen, I just got a MacBook Air. I got the Intel 2017. Um, I'm loving it, man. I'm, I'm kind of sta- straying away from Windows, folks. I've been on Windows since 1995. and uh, Is that Chris from the Bits call? <laughs> yes, 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 Cliff. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm surprised because as much as you I shot know, me I love down Windows, about Apple... I know. Man, <laughs> y'all should hear the conversations we've had on the bits call. Oh, debating and all that. Oh, you know how oh, it goes. My. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't uh, believe you actually jumped over. <laughs> yeah, I'm using it right now. I'm actually on the Air, MacBook Air right now. Ah, okay. you got the, you got that uh, you got that over the air, and it's recorded for. Now I'm big sir already. I already re- I already tested how to reformat and all that stuff, so it's it's enjoyable. I got Big Sur installed on this. So yeah, it's Chris, shoot me an email because I, I think I, I had yours and I lost it. That's why I haven't been. I'll send you an email for the last month. So yeah, we so definitely need to chat. Yeah, that would be sound great. Um, I had a question about the M1 chip. Is it true that you can actually begin to run actual iOS apps, or is that is that not true? Is that a rumor? It is true, and I've actually tried some, um, and I don't know if others have as well. But I've tried a couple. One of them was a is a um, a local sports station here in Columbus where I live, and I I wanted to listen, and I could. Um, and it, I mean, the buttons were labeled and. You know, as well as they wow. would be on the iPhone, and it was—it's pretty amazing. Um, I don't know great. if others have tried, have tried, but um, the App Store says a lot of the apps aren't supported. But I mean, I just, just give it some time, right? <laughs> yeah, and I just took it. It's like, well, if it won't work, it won't work, right? You know, what do I have to lose? I'll just delete it. But um, I was—I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so I, I can't I wait to try even, more. Yeah, I haven't even tried that yet, which is so strange. But uh, it so so when it tells you it may not be compatible, it still lets you download it. Is yes. that what you're saying? That's oh, what great. I was going to ask next. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. It also appears in the uh, Mac App Store if it's compatible yes. too, because I've had a couple That's of great. my apps. Oh, so you can you can open up the the Mac App Store and it'll be there as well. Okay. Yes. Yes. It, it'll great. just say re-download as if yep. you did it on the Mac first. Great. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I don't want to get into depth. I mean, I had some audio hijack questions. I, I'm in loving that program too, but I'll I'll do that for another time. But thank you so much. I just wanted to double check on that. I appreciate it. And I'll, I'll get in contact with you, Cliff. Thank you. No problem. I'm loving it. <laughs> like McDonald's. I'm loving it. <laughs> I tried to tell you, but you, you, you shot hey, the everything Big Mac. Right there down. you go. Big Mac. <laughs> uh, thanks, Thank Chris. you, folks. Oh, gosh. Yep. Abraham? Hey, Abraham. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Well, how are you doing, Abraham? I'm, I'm doing well. So um, I'm enjoying this uh, presentation because um, I'm about to get myself a Mac and wondering if I could get one right now, the M1 or... I heard 
that they're coming out with a new one without the touch bar in like second quarter. I'm wondering what Cliff recommends about that. Cliff? Anybody They're... know about the new one? I'm sorry, what was the question? A new I said, one. I'm, I'm thinking about getting an M1 Mac right now, but I heard uh, they're coming out a new Mac like in a couple of months that um, it's pretty similar to one I had in the past. So I'm wondering, should I wait for like another month or two or should I jump on it now? But um, yours was having to do with the touch bar, right? Uh, yeah, the one that's coming out, I heard it's not going to have a touch bar, which I like. Well, I mean, with everything with Apple, you got to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, there are some reliable sources out there. I also saw the rumor about a MacBook Pro without a touch bar. And I personally don't mind the touch bar. But, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to get any better as it is as it as it relates to specs. So, I mean, if that's what you're worried about, I would just go ahead and get one. I've heard, yeah, too, they, that the touch... Oh, I'm sorry. They also, also said it's going to be on M1 Mac, so... Either way, I'm going to have to get one M1 Mac, either in the new one. Go ahead, Katie. No, I mean, they're still going to make Intel Macs for a while. So, you know, if you if you want to look a little bit, you know, cheaper and maybe you don't need the advanced technology of the M1, you can, you know, still get an Intel Mac. Um, okay. It kind of depends on, on what you want to do with it. You know, um, if you have the yeah. ability, you I might want to go for the M1. But I did hear that the touch bar is going away. And, and some of the Apple... Um, professional, you know, people that I've podcasted to listen to have talked about how, you know, the touch bar has been around for, you know, yeah. f- several years, but it hasn't really improved. They haven't really done anything with it. So, you know, yeah. is it going to stay my, or my, is it going to just kind of go away? So my right. other thing is that I, heard, I think, um, Chris, a couple of minutes ago, I think I got an Intel Mac, so I guess they're still pretty viable. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. And oh, most, yeah. most retailers are probably trying to clear their shelves of them. So you might get a pretty good discount. Yes. Is there a good, uh, good company you recommend, Cliff? Like, personally, you get your Mac from? I get mine straight from Apple. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. cool. Yeah, you can, you can, you can go to, to, to the Apple website and check out their certified Apple stuff. Their, yes. their certified okay. Apple refurbished. You, I got a good deal on my MacBook 2015 from that, this Apple certified refurbished. Okay. I'll go, um, we'll go look on that. I didn't know they had something like that. Yeah. And, and you're getting something that's almost just as good as out the box fresh. It okay. basically is because they re re and, and you get the same warranty and everything. Yes. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that means it, that means it's just been opened and returned, basically. Um, maybe traded. open returned or traded in, or maybe it was a display. But again, they make sure that everything works. Probably replace all the internal parts to make sure everything's up to par. And the only thing that's probably going to be old is the shells, like Tyson said. Okay, and and finally, I did get an email from Eclipse. Uh, some text juggernaut with the cafe of the Mac. So I think uh, coming out next week. I think it said. Well, it's every first and third Monday, but there was an okay. issue with the link on this past Monday. So tomorrow I'm doing a makeup, what I'm calling makeup Mac Cafe, and I'm going to be in Zoom from 9 to 12. I sent out a link. So if you saw that, then you could come in anytime you feel like I, it. Actually, I didn't get any more links. If you could send that again, that'd be helpful. All right. Well, I don't know if I have your email address, so make sure you send me one so I can reply with it. Okay. I'll, I'll send you one as soon as I'm finished with this call. Thank All right. You. Okay. Thank you, Ibrahim. Phil. Hi, Phil. Yes, good evening. Uh, hey. I have a question. I, I need to um, update my web browser. And as I understand, what I need is um, Mac OS 14.0.2. Now, I can't find it in the App Store. So how do I go about updating it? Okay. Tell me your version again real quick. You need to have which one? What's that? You, 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 you stated that you, had a, that you need to have a certain version of, because it sounded like you said 14 point something. Yeah, it's supposed to be fourteen point zero point two, I believe. Okay, I. We talking about Safari or the OS? OS. 
Because okay. we're only on eleven, right? Yeah. Because yeah. okay, so that's yeah, that's what that's what confused me. That's why I wanted to ask for for a clarification. Because so so Mac OS is only on eleven, but iOS is on fourteen. So are you for your phone, Phil. I think we lost you. Bill, are you talking about your phone? Because the Mac is on 11, they're saying, but the phone is on 14. Are you talking about your phone? Uh, on my desktop. Your desktop. Okay. It's it's probably 11. It probably tells you you need to have version 11. Unless, um, and I'll ask the three of you because this is probably a little bit, I don't know. Is is Safari on a version that's uh, Saf- different from? Yes, Safari has its own versioning. and. I'm on, I'm not on my M1 right now, so I can't see the latest version of Safari. Neither am I, but I also have my stuff updated in the background, so I never yeah, know what it does I it have anyway. Yeah, my auto updates on, um, mm-hmm. but I can try to see what version of Safari I'm running. Um, the one on the, yeah, the one on this computer is is an older one, so it's 13. Point something, but I imagine. Oh, so it is. It, I'll bet you. Well, it probably is 14.2 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so yeah, under Safari and about, I <laughs> uh, would tell you. So. You so so Phil, you're, it, it's saying you need to get that version in order to update. Right, I'm not twelve point one now. Point one point two or something. Okay, um, what uh, guys would that be under under the Apple menu? Go to about, and there should be software updates in there, right? And that should give him his Safari. He's running, if he's running Big Sur, though, he. Or even Are, Catalina, don't you go to system preferences and then software update from there to see if there's any software updates? Mm-hmm. That would be the yeah. That's the other way to do it too. Yes. Okay. So so Phil, what we're gonna what 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 uh, what we what we recommend on doing and and if I'm dif- if I'm different, guys, just speak up and tell me I have no idea what I'm talking about because I probably don't. But go in your go in your Apple menu. So you know V O M like like Mac and. Uh, arrow down to system preferences and in your preference pane uh, when you interact with that you'll find one for software updates I think correct mm-hmm. correct and then uh, VO space on that to go into that and then uh, arrow until you find um, uh, and I'm just trying I'm just trying to do this off my off my memory because I don't have my I'm not on my Intel or on my M1 either Um but uh, you're going to interact with there, and then, and then it should have a list of things that you can update, or just an update all command. All right. Cool. Yes. It's probably more than likely going to ask you for your administrator password before it approves it. But go ahead, yeah. uh, Jason. Oh, sure. I was just going to ask Phil, uh, what version of Mac OS are you running? Let's see. Right now, I have. Uh, I think it's twelve point one point six, if I'm not mistaken. I think. But are mm-hmm. you running like Catalina or High Sierra? No, for the for the operating system, or are you on Big Sur? I'm not really sure. Okay, okay. yeah, that's. I th- I think just I think let's go with that. You go go into go into the Apple menu system preferences. Uh, when you find your preference pane, interact with that and uh, find find your software update um, icon, and then just uh, VO space into that. All right, good. You should be able to look and find that. Okay. I can, and if and and if it doesn't work. Um, you know, let one of us know if you see us on another call, and and we can find a way to 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 help you out a different way. Um, Jason, so, did you have another suggestion? Because it's mm, looking for a circuitous circuitous route. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just, it is. Um, isn't there? Uh, There's also like under the menu bar, um, under the Apple menu, if you, there's a check for updates. 
Um, so I thought, yeah, so I thought too. Or it'll show up if there's updates, or it'll usually say, you know, like you have. Don't you have to go into about this Mac first, though, or is it specifically in no, the Apple? No, if updates are available, it'll show up. They'll show. Oh, okay, up. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But me and you can keep ours auto updates so it probably yes. never shows. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, yeah. The, I got the same thing. Yeah. Okay, but that's some, that's something as well, Phil, to check to to make sure that you you have your stuff just automatically updating. Right. So you don't have to worry about it. It'll just it'll just update on its own, and you won't even know what happens. Okay, good on that. Thank you. All right, thank you. We we hope it work. We hope, we hope you get good results from it. A question right. for Jason and Katie before you go to the next. Uh, something quick. Have either of you found a workaround for the bug in the dock where you try to do the VO shift M and it throws you back to the uh, desktop? Oh I God! Yes. So there is kind of, sort of. Sometimes, if you get lucky and all the stars align. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna cut that out and use that for something. <laughs> I have a I have a friend of mine who says if you have a trackpad, which I don't, but maybe you guys have pros and errors, right? I have an error, and I don't use my trackpad. I turn it off because well, you don't even need to have it on. But they, this person says it's if you hold down the control key and push down on the uh, on the left corner of your trackpad on the app that you want to do, it's just supposed to bring up that context menu. And then you just use your arrow keys to find the option you're looking for. And that's what they, I don't have a trackpad, so I can't test it, but that's what he said. His workaround is. Okay. Yeah, And I've that. seen, um, somebody else told me that if you do, um, there's gotta be a better way to do it, but somehow if you can get it to the right click function, um, you, you kind of, you know, go to the item that you want and then perform like a right click, and it'll sometimes bring up the menu. It's, what is the right click function? I can't never remember that one. Um, it's a two finger uh, tap on the trackpad, not a tap, but you you know a force tap uh, with two. Yeah, fingers. but there is a keyboard command. It's uh, oh, V O Shift M. Is that the one? Yeah, no, that's yeah. the one that doesn't work for the menu. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah that, that is a right click function. I thought menu. there was a function key with V O that did it too, but I could be wrong. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know if you do like V O H H and then. R-I, I think, will get you to the, the right click. Oh, okay. Enter. Okay, I'll try that. But then, I even then, a, it's weird. It's Yeah, it's not good, and I don't know how... I do how have a, a, an external keyboard with a numpad on it, and I think there's a right click button up on oh, that, um, too, so yeah. I might might try that, too. Okay, I've never seen one with a numpad. I've never seen an Apple keyboard with a numpad, so I don't do have you, Do you have the Magic Keyboard with the with the numpad on it? I, no, I mine's actually a Logitech, but it has the same layout as that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's identical. Okay. But yes, All the reason I picked it over is, the Magic one is because the Magic one cost 100 bucks, and this one was yeah, 80 and this one connects right. to three different devices. Yes, so. there is that. Um, the, the menu bug is most certainly annoying, and I'm really kind of disappointed that something like that... Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm on the beta, and the latest beta hasn't even fixed it. So. Oh, shoot. That's disappointing. Yeah. Hopefully it's really they get annoying. It it's one of those ones where you don't realize how much you use that context until menu. it's gone. <laughs> until you are like, I just want to do keep X in my dock. Now, come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> do it. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Yep. Who else we got, Debbie? Anybody? Well, Abraham has his hand up again, but I'm also wondering if anyone who hasn't had a chance wants to raise their hand rather, you know, before we call on someone else who's spoken. I don't see any others, so um, I guess Abraham. Okay, Abraham. Oh, Abraham, you're muted. Oh, now we have more hands. <laughs> I, I'm here now. There was a bug, sorry. Um, it was, was it that right click bug, was it? No, it was the bug in Zoom where it's asking to access my camera, and I was trying to tell it now. Gotcha. All right. I uh, just want to let Chris know that I sent him an email for tomorrow. 
That's all. Okay, yeah, my right. phone did go off. Um, okay, that's funny now. Had something and I just lost it. Oh well. Yeah, it must have been a lie. <laughs> right. right. Oh, that's what it was. Um, another one of the TTJ <laughs> trainers were was actually here, and she texted me and asked me if she if I needed her to say anything. I asked her what she wanted to say, and she never came back. So maybe she left. It was Stephanie Jones. Uh, she was yeah, here. Yeah, she came in for a minute. Yep, she was here. So, so if you would have shown up, I'd, I'd, she would have been up on stage tap dancing for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Cliff, along that line, um, do you you have other trainers who I know you've talked about you and Matt and the courses that you teach, but the company has or you know has other trainers that teach other topics or? Um, well, we all is- kind of bounce off each other. What I don't okay. know, somebody else knows something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm the Mac expert, but I know more about you know the Mac than. Oh. Eric, Eric has Uh-oh. Eric. As you heard. Okay, I thought she was sending me text, but no, I'm here. Um, but uh, she, she, I mean, we, we, we kind of feed off of each other. So if I don't know something, I'll ask Matt. If he don't know something, he'll ask me. They call me the keyboard king because one, I got a lot of keyboards he, all around the he's house. The king. And, I, I can vouch for that. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> and you know, there's, but there are four <laughs> other trainers. It's me, Stephanie Jones, Matt Balbridge, Rita House, who does the iDevices articles each mm-hmm. Monday, and then Lynn Malief, who actually works for Apple when they're in the stores, but right now she's working from home. So we, you know, we collaborate with each other on what we're going to teach and, you know, the lesson plan and we go from there. So, I mean, we, cool. we all know, we all bring a different element to the table. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think so, we, had, we had Eric, right? Eric? Hey, what's up? You yeah, hear me? Raised. Yep. We yeah. got you. We just right. got done recording the podcast. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Tony, come up in here. <laughs> <laughs> No, but y'all was talking about the doc thing. So, like, I discovered it. Yeah, actually, he's the he's actually the, the one, one that, who um, told me yeah. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a control, and it's a, um, if you have a trackpad, you just force press it. Like, on the, you know, mm-hmm. you press the trackpad, yeah. and it works every time. Cool. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, so that's a Like you, Katie, of, I turned my track, when I had a trackpad, I turned it off, too. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter in that instance, I don't think. Because I tried it with both the on and off. So cool. Thanks for that tip. Yeah. All right. That's, That's one thing that uh, Jason and I talked about is, is, you know, one thing that makes the Mac really unique and really neat is that there are usually a couple of different ways to do something. So if one way doesn't work for you, you know, you m- might be able to try it in a different way or, you know, it's not just a, a one size fits all. It's, you know, it's just, it's so customizable. So, and I noticed when I was setting up my new Mac, just I went through, you know, right away there were settings, you know, accessibility was like right there, you know, do you need larger text and, you know, what yeah. but, you know, it's just, it's right there, bam, you know, it's not hidden away somewhere or. Uh. And, and that's what I noticed too, like when I was, when I was setting up the other night, uh, just that first, like, you know, cracking the lid and, and it's going through its settings. Like I plugged in the magic keyboard and I thought it's, you know, oh, it's just here, it's in through a lightning cable and plugged into the hub port. And all of a sudden it's like, it's Bluetooth paired right from there. I'm like, whoa, it just did it automatically. Didn't think twice about it. It was working, and it, I didn't have to do any fussing. One thing I like about Apple products, they just talk to each other no matter what. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And in, in, in my previous Macs, like this is the first Mac, I used the, the, the VOJ command used to drive me up the wall. Like I used to hate it, especially in mail. But now, like in messages, in Zoom and WebEx, that's the quickest way to get the stuff. And I've even created a commander, so I don't have to push three keys. I only push two. So, I mean, it's, it's easy. That's great. I actually have a quick question if there are no hands up. <laughs> uh, 
do any of you know um you know, iOS has that picture recognition, that, that image recognition kind of stuff. Have they brought that into Big Sur? I thought they did, and I didn't really investigate to see. Or is that still something that hasn't been brought over to the Mac? I think it's on the Mac, because I think I have it on, because sometimes it'll say different things to me about, like, picture or sign. So I think it's it's here. Um, I don't think it's quite as developed. Um, um, but I think image descriptions is one of the things that I have it's turned on in my in my settings, and I've just left it on because it's uh, not been. How does that work? They're like when you go to Facebook or something, and it describes the picture to I you. I don't know. I mean, I've not been on Facebook. I don't do Facebook on my Mac. I do that on my on my phone and my iPad. But yes, it will essentially um, try to say what's in. A I picture. saw an article the other day that said um, Facebook has updated their image description where it's more accurate for thousands and whatever of pictures. I mean, I don't do Facebook mm-hmm. anyway, but I just thought that article was interesting. Mm. It is interesting. I mean, this whole space, because they're using artificial intelligence. And so, um, again, it's kind of like it might say a a description might say, you know, ocean, sky, nature, close up of of a child. And so that would be but then, you know, if somebody provided written alt text, they would say, you know, my child and I standing by the lake or something. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a start, but it's, you know, this stuff has a, has a ways to go and it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's the machine interesting. Learning. Yes, mm. it is. So um, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I like so. it though, that in the camera app, this is on iOS, even before you take a picture, you can, you can tap the viewfinder and, and hear what it's seeing. <laughs> yes. Um, and it kind of helps you figure out exactly where you need to be to take that picture. So, yeah, there's, there's, and there's some really neat things that are going on that I'm that I'm discovering, which probably everyone else has, and I'm just late to the party. But like you know, using your iPad as a secondary uh, screen, you know, for for your Mac, and using your phone as your webcam. Uh-huh. You know, there's that one I didn't know. Well, yeah, I you, didn't. Yeah, I've heard of that, and I don't quite know how that works. But that's kind of more visual than I. I, I saw it for I so. saw it for that, and I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And and I want to again, I want to play with that and see mm-hmm. how that works. Yeah, because I think some people are actually able to do that and then shoot video, which would be just awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's yeah. there's entire movies out there that are yes. shot on an iPhone now. Yes, there are. Mm. Yep. You know, so all right, let's take a look at what time we got here. Fifty-seven. Okay, we got we got a couple of minutes left, so actually I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping it up there. And if we didn't get to your hand, I apologize. Um, but Cliff, if you want to go ahead and give out um, any contact information, some some links to the. Uh, to uh, to the website and all that good stuff, we'd appreciate that. All right. Well, so I like I said, I'm part of the or like Tyson introduced me. I'm part of the TTJ instructor team as we call ourselves, and that stands for the Tech Juggernaut. And to get information on all his um, services, it's ttjtech.net. That's Tango Tango Juliet Tech T E C H dot net. And there, I mean, he has a blog where that he posts different um, events on like. After the Apple keynotes, we always have a live call to discuss the features. And, you know, we got somebody cited that comes on and tells us what the little side view was. You know how Apple has extra stuff they don't that they don't talk about. They actually tell us what that stuff is. Um, our, we're wrapping up our month with the Mac class next week. But we have other 
many classes coming up, Apple TV, Apple Watch, um, phone security, and then our our Crown Jewel class starts in March, and that's replacing your traditional computer with an iPad. Oh, I got it right. <laughs> and that one runs all the way through the end of May. And then we have a seminar. This year, we did it via Zoom, but the year before that, we actually met in person at Matt's house in Pennsylvania, and that was one of the be- that was some four of the best days of my life. His mom cooked everything from scratch, and we had swimming pools. We went to, I mean, we had a blast. It was more fun than work. I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, we had a couple of meetings. We we shot a, a live thing on um, uh, Periscope, but other than that, we 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 did what we could. Um, to get a hold of me, I actually have a website which is exactly like my email address, and it's stirredup.com, and that's S T. U-R-I-T-U-P.com. The address is the same, stirred up at iCloud.com. I prefer an iMessage, and it's the exact same address, stirred up at iCloud.com. My website is not is perf- uh, it's not as laid out as Matt's is just yet, but I will be advertising um, you know, training sessions and some paid services, some free stuff. And tomorrow, if you want to be involved in listening to some Mac stuff, we're like I said, we're gonna have a Mac Cafe tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And that's central time. So if you're in a different time zone, 10 Pacific and or Eastern and 8 Pacific, again, the same contact information. Stir it up at iCloud.com. And I message an email. The website is stirred up. Dot com And I also have a event calendar that you can subscribe to. And if you do, whenever I post something like I do about the Mac Cafe, uh, TTJ training, or just my recording of my podcast every Wednesday, you will get a push notification about that. And my podcast is the same also. Stir it up um, on Apple Music. Um, what else are we on? Spotify, any platform that carries podcasts, we're on it. <laughs> so um, I hope I got all, I hope I didn't forget anything. And you did. You did one uh, this Friday. Oh, Friday the, AC- at, at the, AC, the ACB community call. Right. The ACB, we, uh, TTJ does a presentation there every Friday at 2 Central, 3 Eastern, what is it, 12 Pacific, I guess. I don't know the time zones by heart anymore. But yeah, that's that's every Friday at you know on ACB Radio. Um, Matt Balbridge and myself, along with a couple of the other instructors, we do uh, a presentation each Friday. I'd have to look at the agenda. <laughs> I had enough time getting in here on time, so I'll look at that later. But I don't, you know, just look at your ACB newsletter and it should tell you what the topic will be for this Friday. All right. All right. Uh, anything from Jason or Katie before we do a final sign off from you two? No, just thanks, Cliff, for coming on. And I think it was a, a great show tonight. Anytime, yeah. anytime. It's actually on my calendar for every first and third Wednesday. So even if I'm not invited as a guest, I'll be in the audience. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, so then for uh, for Jason and Katie and Debbie, thank you so much for working, working the boards in the room. Um, a phenomenal job as always. Uh, thank you, Cliff, from from all of us here at Magic Mac, coming on and, and uh, again breaking the uh, breaking the seal on our guest stool. So, <laughs> no problem. Uh, all right, my friend. Thank you so much, and uh, we will see you again here in two weeks, where uh, again we're going to have another guest, and that's going to be Allison Sheridan from Podfeet.com. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, so, uh, so yep, we will see you guys here in two weeks. Have a great rest of the week.